is Casey and welcome to another episode of Happy Hour with Casey. Tonight, I'm super excited because for the first time, I have guests on my show and I can already tell how fun and exciting this is going to be. So everyone, join me in welcoming my special guests for tonight, my best friend Derek and of course, his gorgeous boyfriend Dean. Oh my god, I don't even know how to do this, okay? I've been doing this for quite a while alone, but tonight I am joined um, by my, like, special friends. I mean, I've been friends with Derek for more than 10 years now, I guess, and with Dean, of course, Derek's partner. Oh my god, I I don't want to... I don't want to indulge you guys with some more information. I want to give more <laughs> airtime for them. So, um, I just, I'm so, I don't know. I'm, I'm just so excited that they're here. So, Derek, let, let my, my listeners hear your voice. Hi. Hi, you guys. <laughs> I'm Derek. There you go. And, of course, Dean. Hi, my name is Dean, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. You know, this is this is a, a really special night. Um, I, I, I just really invited these folks because, you know, this is a... Um, it's, it's, this is the fourth time that I'm doing my podcast. And again, I've been doing it alone for the longest time. And I've always, always, always wanted to have people join me. But because of everything that's happening, it just seemed impossible. But now... That, you know, we sneaked. <laughs> I, I like literally sneaked in this, these two gorgeous men inside my apartment, so that I could have them, you know, join me for this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah, Derek and Dean, how are you guys been doing? Um, you know what? I'm really just grateful that I'm alive and healthy and. Uh, our family is safe as well, mm-hmm. even in the province. So nobody really got affected with the pandemic health-wise. And that's what I'm really grateful good. for. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's so good to hear. I mean, you know, thank you, uh, Derek. What about you, Dean? How you've been doing? I'm, I'm doing okay. I have colds right now, but I heard beer was the best cure. And we're drinking <laughs> right now. Right. Like... That's the smartest decision you've made. And, and, and guys, let me give you a little bit of background how I know these these, these guys. So so Derek and I used to work together in, in the same company until he decided that, you know, he had enough of me. <laughs> he left. Uh, no, he, he resigned, so he's now associated with a different company. But we so, so um, lucky to... You know, still remain friends with him. Yeah, we never stop being friends. all this time, right? So, so Derek, um, and then Dean is Derek's partner, the very gorgeous. My pride and joy. Aww, <laughs> <laughs> it just always makes me jealous, you guys. <laughs> I hate you, but yeah. So, so, so today we don't really have an actual um, agenda or topic, but. Um, it's it's really more of 
you know, catching up, and yeah. and you guys have the privilege, privilege, <laughs> to you know, to 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 bear witness to to this um, really rare. Uh, I would say rare nowadays, especially. I mean, right. we haven't really um, been hanging out that much since we have separated ways, right? But mm-hmm. all the more that this is special and this is rare because of what is happening no. and this is the first time that we've seen each other since when I don't know. what on oh, my birthday right february Rain. so it's been like it's been a while <laughs> it's been a while so it's been more than 10 months or no about 10 months i don't Almost, know yeah so how have, you, how have you been coping um well yeah so so most of the the, the folks who've been following me would would uh you know, would, would know that I've been handling this quite fine, I guess. I mean, I've had my ups and downs in, in, in this whole pandemic time. The main reason why I started this podcast is exactly because I was so bored and I think I was gonna <laughs> lose my, <laughs> my sanity. Um, but, you know, I think I'm doing fine. I'm and I'm, I'm, I've been coping well. What about you? I mean, well, we've been working since we got back. Um, I've been really busy with work since coming back because, um, for those who do not know, we were actually stuck in Boracay for three months, I would say, almost three months because wow. of the pandemic. I mean, you would think it was paradise, right? But. <laughs> There were a lot of restrictions to our stay there and it was even more difficult getting supplies and considering the limited income we were we were on um it was it wasn't So you were that caught easy. um in, in you know, you were stuck in Boracay like uh when the uh what do you call this when the yeah. lockdown Lock- was announced. Right. It happened we got there on a Saturday. The announcement happened at night that mm-hmm. Gwen was closing down <laughs> the province, so we couldn't get back. And uh, we were—I think we were already asleep because you know we were really tired from the trip. And I found out when it was already—it um, was dawn, I would say—and it was difficult to get in touch with the airlines. Oh yeah. So we couldn't book an earlier trip, so we had to stay there. Oh my God. We'll definitely have to talk more about that. And, you know, I, I'm so interested. I mean, we've been, you know, chatting each other the whole time you were there and right. all that. But we, I haven't really heard the, the I don't know if it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's fun stories, but like the real stories that, right. that you There's, guys went through. It's not much to tell. <laughs> it's not much to tell. We've been. But I'm more <laughs> interested of like what you guys felt when you learned that. You know, you're going to be stuck there. Did you have any anxieties? <laughs> I mean, did, did you feel excited? Did you have... I don't, those are really good stuff to talk about. And and I think um, it's it's a good, you know, experience to, to share know, with, yes. with people. It's one for the books, definitely. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Dean here is is has been like a... Has a darling <laughs> the entire night, by the way. We've... Um, they came like a couple of hours ago and right now we are enjoying um, a drink <laughs> that um, I just purchased like um, just this afternoon. This is really interesting and 
this is a perfect time really for them to visit me because I purchased like one keg of beer and can you imagine if I'm doing this alone <laughs> if I'm doing my podcast alone and I'm drinking one keg of beer I mean I always claim to be a beer person mm, but you should totally see this this is a <laughs> cute keg maybe you could check it out online right and that leads me to this section of my podcast which I'm gonna share with you my feature drink of the day Heineken lager beer is a pale lager beer with 5% alcohol by volume produced by the Dutch brewing company Heineken International. Heineken beer is sold in a green bottle with a red star. Why a red star? Well, that's actually symbolic of the beer's ingredients, which are water, barley, hops, yeast, and a fifth element that comprises the magic of brewing. They brew in more than 70 countries globally, which makes them the most international brewer with a global range of 300 international, regional, local, and craft beers. Yeah, thank you, Derek, for doing the feature drink of the day segment for me. Yeah, and you know, you, you do it so much better than I usually do it. So, yeah, and I think. I, I should do this more often, you know, invite people on my podcast and let them run the show, you know. <laughs> I know, but thank you, Kays, though, for inviting us. I know this has been months in the making, I would say, but like I said, <laughs> uh, we got stuck somewhere. And then when I got back, we got really busy with work because I had to get right back into things that I missed. How long have you been in stuck? Have you been stuck in Boraca? I, it was three long months. Wow, I mean, if that had happened to me, I mean, I would probably say it differently, <laughs> not the way that you're saying it right now. It was now. fun. It, I loved it there. Oh, yeah. uh, it, we had easy access to the beach because when we found out that our flight was canceled, mm -hmm. we were allowed to get back to the island from the airport. So we got in touch with the hotel and okay. they allowed us back. However, it was really going to be expensive for us to stay in a hotel for, um, I, well, we initially thought we were only going to be there for a month. <laughs> so, no, we were like, uh, a hotel for a month, we can't afford this because we weren't making money. We did not bring anything for work. Mm -hmm. Even if I decided to purchase a laptop there, I wouldn't be able to use it for work because... It's not set up. Right. There were so many right, things right. that had to be prepared for for that even my brother mm -hmm. uh, did not bring a work laptop because he said no we're going there for our vacation so that was the right, plan <laughs> right i mean that was the point of going out of our way to travel even in the midst of a known <laughs> pandemic we were but celebrating our anniversary that is oh, true. wow um we, we turned one year uh, on the early part of march but we didn't leave until the middle part Alright. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a treat for us too, but it just wasn't the best experience. So, what were you guys doing the entire three months that you were Jesus. stuck in the paradise? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, nothing really. We watched TV a lot, and we were so close to the beach, we would go there every afternoon. But for the first few weeks, it was a little difficult for us because we didn't have a quarantine pass. So, or 
Right. So so even in Boracay, they yes. it, it, it imposed. The, it, it was imposed. There yeah. were no no um, tricycles for commute. So when our landlady told us that the barangay people were giving out queue passes, they weren't even gonna give me one until like strong polite. So <laughs> <laughs> because I mean. What if I needed to withdraw money? I'm not going to give my PIN or my ATM to my landlady or ask her to do right. my groceries for me. <laughs> that was so embarrassing, right? And so they gave us one and I was in charge of in charge of doing laundry. Uh, no, sorry, uh, groceries and stuff. Uh, we, we did laundry ourselves. Can you imagine wearing the same outfits that was supposed to be only for four days yeah and it was like the perfect outfit that you have planned out for like what three five days right (laughs) so even if we took good pictures we're like shit we can't post this i already wore this shit it's gonna look like it's the same day (laughs) right um liquor ban was also imposed so we had to hide our um, drinking because we were staying in um, it wasn't really in the resorts area so it was in the back area where uh-huh. there were sorry sorry stores where you could so you moved in. to a different yes place we had to look for uh, an apartment and luckily it was a big place it had two big beds it had a kitchen fridge so lucky for us I taught myself how to cook. <laughs> so we were, <laughs> Just like uh, most of us did. Right? I mean, can you imagine if I still didn't know how to cook mm-hmm. and we were stuck there for three months? We, there were no restaurants open. How do you imagine we'd be feeding ourselves? Right. We'd be frying hot dogs. Yeah, it would have been... <laughs> yes, we, we would have fried a lot of things just to feed ourselves. Right. I mean, I remember, like... When you know when women used to like sort of like live close to each other, mm. that the only thing that you knew how to cook was like um, boiled eggs and could uh, even perfect it. Jesus, <laughs> I could fry, I could fry hot dogs and other things, but I'd be cursing a lot. Right, I could just imagine how tragic that was. But on a brighter side, you guys like really. You know, experience Boracay right. to its, you know... Um, Not even, because a lot of the experiences you go to Boracay for weren't available because of the right. pandemic, right? The parties weren't there, the drinking. Mm-hmm. We weren't even allowed to swim. Uh, because, yeah, even that? Even that. Swimming wasn't allowed. It was horrible. But we could go to the beach, and we just sat there. But, you know, there were policemen patrolling the area it was really weird so they're gonna ask you to wear masks everywhere oh uh, wow they only lifted the swimming ban a few days before we got back so we were oh my god did you just burp <laughs> excuse me um, so funny so we were able to go swimming for a day or yeah a couple of days i think while we were working on our requirements so we could get back here and I think it was just timely that we were able to get back because a few days after we returned to Cebu, it was, it went back to ECQ. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, it was really timely. Anyway, enough about me. Uh, why don't we hear it from Dean? Yeah. How was it for you, babe? Man? 
Oh my gosh, I don't know. I mean, I I learned from the Wolf of Wolf of Wall Street movie to to keep your sanity, you have to masturbate twice a day. That's what <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you just say masturbate like twice a day? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay so and that was like you said like you were stuck there for three months, right? Right. Okay. I mean, okay. Derek okay. cooks well, and we we had all we had good food all the time. Right. Because we had easy access to seafood. <laughs> oh jeez. No, I want to be stuck with you for like three months. <laughs> and so, I kept on eating. Kana uh-huh. tinitinai. What is Isau. that? Isau. Yes. Oh. Um, me like that. I forgot what that was called, but I kept eating isau, and I was so shocked that it was as twelve pesos per piece. Seriously, um, right? I, I didn't think that's Boracay. <laughs> Maybe it's just Boracay rates. I would say, but not the pandemic rate. No, I don't know. Maybe it was just ten pesos, and then they raised it to twelve Bussing. because it was pandemic. Because I mean, I was just I was saying that maybe you just haven't had iso in a while. I think that's how barbecues are priced these days. Maybe I haven't had in a while. Um, I just thought they would remain five pesos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I remembered it. But yeah, people had to cope. Yeah, prices had to increase it doesn't sound like an adventure but that's definitely like a, mm. an experience to... I know sometimes there are hot guys and um, that's that's always good that's always a good thing right like <laughs> oh man I think the best thing that you know that, that probably could have happened to be stuck in a beautiful island with no access to anything exciting mm. is to be stuck with other attractive people right. in the island who are also lonely and you know <laughs> I wish what well, get me booking booking seriously I know you of because, all people uh, people there there was a curfew in place uh-huh. and people had to use quarantine passes to to move around I never realized that like anything could stop you both <laughs> we such thing we had uh, I mean we invited this Russian guy over, but we didn't really get a chance to fool around because Denny was there and he had to rush back home because of uh, the curfew that was in place. But you guys, like the three of you, um, you, Denny, and your brother Denny, um, came Dean back. And Dean. Yeah, we yeah, came back together. I mean, you, Dean, and your brother Denny um, came home to Cebu together. Yes. Okay. Yes. We had to. We had to travel to Iloilo for four hours. Right, okay. Just so we could take a ferry. And there wasn't even a guarantee that we were going to get a ferry. Because we couldn't book flights. And I think that was the only route that was easily... And I saw your post. Like, you were saying, like, so many... Like, like twice or three times that your flights were canceled. Yes, it was. Canceled, like, three times, I would say. The worst thing was like giving you like false hope that you could I fly know. already, and then all of a sudden it would it be gets canceled. canceled. <laughs> we kept rebooking. Uh, we couldn't. It was really difficult reaching the airlines. We had, we had flights for two airlines just to be sure, and none of them. Wow, were you guys to... are wealthy. <laughs> snap, snap. No, we got <laughs> we got help. We got help. Um, we had a lot of help from most of my friends and I'm really thankful for that 
and family too. They helped us out. Oh, we got help from the government too. Um, wow. I would like to thank the LGUs for giving us <laughs> four kilos of rice and three cans of sardines. Oh my god, so helpful. For three months. <laughs> oh my god. No, like, they gave us noodles too. Oh, right. <laughs> and they gave us some money. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, a little bit. But you know, for somebody who shops... <laughs> so helpful. Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, jeez. I didn't know that, you know, you guys went through this whole hula balula the whole time that you guys were like in Boracay for mm. three months. I mean, you guys are like really good curators to just only choose the ones that you want to post of online, course. right? Facebook. Uh-huh. the shit. So, we... I mean, I, I talk about it. I, I'm not... Uh, I'm, I'm not being secretive about the experiences we had there, but... Right? Uh, I just don't want to put drama on my Facebook. Right. Which is unnecessary because we weren't really going hungry. <laughs> or we weren't sleeping on the streets. So, it was still okay. We were dealing with it. And everybody else was already experiencing... Worse. Worse. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to add to that. I sure. want my Facebook news feed to be light, lighthearted. Which is something that I appreciate, really, because, you know, I mean, it's there's no denying that this whole pandemic has been, uh, you know, a nightmare to, 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 mm. to a lot of people. And some people had it a little bit better. Some people had it, you know, worse really bad but um there's also just a some people that i know who are really just exaggerating it or i don't know (laughs) we don't know because i think experiences are subjective exactly so what's nothing to us might be really bad for them right so Right. Um, well, yeah, that's true. Imagine how lonely it might have gotten for those who were in Cebu alone, those who just came here to work. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky that I'm here with family. Dean also has family here mm-hmm. in Cebu. And I'm just remembering uh, experiences I read online about my friends on Facebook who, who live by themselves here, who yeah. do not cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all the places where you could get food were closed down, so... Right. I, I mean, I can only imagine how hard it must have been for them to feed themselves. And what about the the thing with queue passes? Exactly. Oh my god. So, one pass for a whole household, or was it a whole apartment building? Like, this... this, this the- the, the whole Complex, building, right? right? This whole building that I'm staying at. Um, so there's about like 70 tenants in, oh. in, in this uh, okay. building. That's and we lot. only have like two passes <laughs> the entire time. And they, uh, so, so the building owner um, imposed this rule to, um, we can only use the pass for like an hour every, once a week. What? That's true, and that's, that has been our setup for like five months. And, and How did you get supplies? Did well, you order in? 
I'm just probably lucky, you know, Mike, my boyfriend, he likes to pour it mm. a lot, right? Like, look at our supplies. <laughs> like, so you still had a lot. Okay. Right. And, and you know, it's, it's, uh, when, and when he goes out, if, whenever he can, um, he, he'd buy a lot. And, okay. and that's, that's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, an applicable setup for those people who would have spare money probably mm, to buy supplies that would last for that's true and gosh and and I think you know not to I think we need to have a discussion about how different people from different folks of life are really dealing with this whole thing oh my god yeah. are no. we getting dark and, and no, not sad at all. Right I now? think we're just being human. Shutting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I think um no, yeah. Sabi, kanang, for example, ang mga jeepney drivers, wala pa nabalik ang jeep. Gawin right. sa na sila ron pila nakamats. Right? And ang mga hold upper, nagun sa man sila wala ba sila matulis. Yata so I think yeah, murag they're I don't know, they're probably they have to learn new skill. I know. I guess like the pandemic <laughs> right, taught us to be resilient and, of course, creative. Or mm-hmm. We had to make do with the things we had available, our skills available, or maybe we had to learn new ones. Yeah, like the, the, the whole time that, you know, I've, I've been stuck here in this tiny apartment, um, I've... I've I've learned how to cook. You know me too, right? Mm. I mean, I never cook. You do sometimes. Right, but not the kind of, not the sinigang type, mm. not the whatever shit. Like anything that has water or soup. I mean, those kind of mm. dish. Hadlok na ko. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of like, like way out of my league. Right. Um, but, but those are actually the, the easy ones. Really? Yeah. My my specialty were just like pasta and mm. stuff Those like that. Those are even more complicated than the regular Pinoy dishes that you cook with water. You have no idea. I realize that now. Mm. That I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been stuck here for the longest time. And, and also another realization is like how much of a brat I am when it comes to like um, demanding for ingredients. Mm. That's it's it's right. one thing I think for um it, so so this whole pandemic like each household member would have a role mm-hmm. right like one would go out to like do the rations I mean to like to buy stuff and and get the supplies one would have to cook mm. you'd have to assign someone to like clean the house maybe and yes. teach the kids or I don't know but my role this whole time is like I'm the cook. Mm-hmm. And what really helped me um, was to organize everything. Like, if you open that cabinet, like, behind you, mm-hmm. there is a list. <laughs> there is a oh. list of our supplies, like, on my faces <laughs> and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It really helped me. And and, and that's how... Um, so, I've been treating this whole household... Um, chores like the way I would handle work, work. Yeah. <laughs> wow that work. she would live in a zombie apocalypse <laughs> there's gonna be limited supplies in a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. I mean 
this pandemic could have been a zombie apocalypse. Some people were expecting it. <laughs> Some people. But if if it had happened, can you imagine if I if we are in if if we are in that situation, like yeah. you know, like the survival zombie of the fittest and all right. that stuff. Are we gonna survive? I probably wouldn't, and I don't mind because I'd rather just die and have rather than have to worry about my day to day that long. Like, <laughs> oh my God, Derek, you're such a you know. I'm th- lazy. You're that lazy. Yeah, okay, I was lazy. gonna say that. It's like uh, okay, maybe I'll stick with it for a few days or a few weeks, uh-huh. and I'm like, damn, this is getting boring. And oh my God. So like, yeah, I'd rather just get bitten. <laughs> But you know, on the other hand, my my thought process on that is like, shit. If 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 humanity has to survive, it has to be from me. It has to be my genes. It has to be mm-hmm. me. I mean, <laughs> no, not mine. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think I was like training myself as well. Well. You know, the, the whole isolation thing, there's, like, just really so so much that you can do at home. Right. So, you think of the extremes, like, um, like really, the, the entire time that I've been here alone by myself. But, I mean, I have my boyfriend with me, but usually he's, he, ha- he has the, has the access to go outside and buy the groceries. But if I'm here alone... Um, so far, I've learned to um, cook. Um, I have my plants with me. Mm-hmm. You see that? So yes. yeah, that's an achievement. I've yeah, I've also um, uh, I I started with like the basic yoga, and then I have um, on my second month, I think I have already transitioned to like the advanced yoga, mm-hmm. so I can do like headstand now. How's that going to help with the zombie apocalypse? No, I'm just saying that I've been training myself, <laughs> not just mentally, but physically mm. as well. And I've also made like some sort of this, like a, like a DIY, um, what do you call that? Um, a slingshot? Slingshot. Why? Why would you need one? Because I don't have a gun. Mm. And I need to have like a sort of a weapon. So what would our weapon be? Let's say the zombie apocalypse broke out outside right now. Uh-huh. Shit, what would we use We have here? like knives. Okay. But I, I'm like thinking the way like how ML or Mobile Legends work. <laughs> like you need to have like a marksman. I mean you need to have like a fighter that would fight like Shit. Right. face okay. to face, right? So it has to be the bigger one. You need to have like some sort of like a, a, a weapon that could attack someone from a distance. Okay. Right, we have to have a ranged fighter. Uh huh, that's right. A ranged fighter, and then Ooh, like I'm not a. Really, who's gonna do that? Is it gonna be. Um, it, it can't be me. That's why I train myself, like, to do, like, something. Are you gonna be a um, melee fighter? What is that? Like, um, shorthand, or I think, kind of face to face. That should be you! Close combat, right? Close combat. That should be you! Oh my god! See Mike, really? No, he's uh, gonna die. I think he's gonna die. It's a Mancia. Um, he's our. Is our probably he's, he's our tank? No, he's our tank. <laughs> he's gonna sacrifice himself <laughs> for us to like get farther or <laughs> like to. So we have to wrap our arms, man. Uh-huh. By the way, I love your aloe vera. So organic. Uh, thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I worked so hard <laughs> to keep that alive. My aloe vera, I was talking about my aloe vera, by the way. <laughs> and, and, and I needed that because this whole thing gave me a lot of stress. And mm. um, yeah, so, so, so one thing you, you have to, you probably need to know about dealing with stress is that you'd lose, you'd have, uh, you'd experience some, um, um, hair fall and mm, stuff yeah. like that. It's an experience. <laughs> I really, I got a bald spot. Yeah, and, and this is embarrassing, but I've been losing a lot of hair because of stress and I've read somewhere that aloe vera is a good remedy for that. So, I decided to grow my own aloe vera. Yeah. But, but stress is really something It's serious. subjective too, though, as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like I mean, loneliness, overall, I, would say. I think we're still lucky that we are able to keep our jobs. I know. Yes, That's... and we're lucky that we're alive, even. Exactly. And and for some people who are alive, it's... it's I mean, losing your job, it's as if, you know... I mean, what kind of life is is, is, is that for you? Yeah, um, a lot of us are not rich. We don't have right. safety nets, and it's it's difficult. Like if being we... alive today does not give you any, um, you know, security that you'll be alive tomorrow because mm. you don't have anything that would sustain that if you don't have any livelihood. What if? <laughs> what if we resort to hunting? Oh my god, we're not even trained for that. I think I could fish. What if, you know, things turn dark for everybody? We lose technology, we lose the internet, we lose... Mm-hmm. Right? We'd, re- we'd have to resort to hunting. We'd yeah. probably be eating cats and Oh my dogs. god, I think I'm gonna no. die. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, right? If we had... I mean, I always just thought about, like, when I think about apocalypse, it's like raiding... Um, a closed grocery store and stuff like that. I haven't really thought about hunting. What about the rest, right? What would we eat? Oh my god, have you... Are, do you think you're ever gonna resort to, like, um, eating, eating people? Like, cannibalism? It's possible, if there's anarchy. Shh! If, it if you cook it well, point. it's gonna taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if Derek cooks it, probably. I don't All know, I need oh my is gosh. Um, the chicken chicken cubes <laughs> <laughs> but really this whole thing has taught us what's essential and not essential right um, I don't know exactly how that's defined how, <laughs> how is it defined babe? well I would say the closure of a lot of businesses right. that um, that we used to ex- enjoy before mm-hmm. um and they're considered non-essential, like bars, right. karaoke I mean, we've, places. We've, we've witnessed how so many industries have suffered I know, because right? of this, right? Like, Especially the entertainment industry. Exactly. When we thought, like, this is our normal. I mean, that was our normal. Right. Like, weekends were spent at clubs, bars, um, karaoke places, or I don't know. And look at us now. Look at us now. We've had to make do with... Mm-hmm. The shit. Exactly. But, you know... Oh my god, I, you, I didn't know you guys drank 
so much. <laughs> we used to. We used to. When we were younger. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's, what, what, what was I was thinking when you were saying that is, um, if you guys have seen, like, the um, finale, or is like, the last episode of, the last episode, what am I talking about? Um, no, like, the actual pageant time, uh, pageant um, show of Miss Universe, uh, the, 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 the question for the... I think that was during their prelims, talking about no. Um, that was the final question um, mm. on the Q&A for the top five. Uh, I mean, I'm not a... Like, I didn't see that because I was... I, I, I didn't really see the entire show, but I've seen some clips okay. of, of the Q&A portion. So it had the like the top five. So it's like the, the format was um, each candidate would have like two questions each. Like one, one question or the first question would be unique. Um, to each participant and the second mm. question would be the same question that would be asked um, to all of them and and it has something to do with um, in this time of pandemic um, you know things are classified as either um, essential versus non-essential mm. okay. and um, so, so where does uh, the beauty pageant stand mm. I mean that's that's like I mean it's something that you'd ask like right the right. whole thing and then we're having this okay. Miss Universe. I know. I mean, if you were there, you would have to support it as being essential. But you know, for us at home, I I don't see how mm. essential this shit is. Exactly. <laughs> and I wanna I wanna have this portion where you know if if you're put in that spot. Shit. Right. If you're. Put I would in have that, to say that it's essential, right? Because. I'm, I'm vying for a title. Mind <laughs> you, only have, you only have like 30 seconds to answer that question. Why don't we play a game? No. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear it. I mean, you guys are so witty. I mean, I, I, I would... I, I, I'm very excited to hear what yeah, you guys sure. would say. Sure. ring it. If you are, you know, pretend that you are candidates of Miss Universe. Yep. Okay, and you're going to be asked the same <laughs> questions. So, for the next session, section of our show, of my show, um, we're going to have the Miss Universe questions. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys um, the same question that the Miss Universe Philippines were asked on the top five Q&A question. Mm-hmm. Derek, I want you to go first, okay? And remember that the, the real challenge really here is that you only have like thirty seconds to answer. Okay, so 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 Dean, can you like set the timer for Derek? Jesus. <laughs> okay. So the question is: This pandemic has made clear our priorities, essential and non-essential. Mm-hmm. Where do pageants stand in this time of crisis? Jesus. Okay. Go. I think pageants, Char. Um, I think pageants. I would say are essential for mental health because not only does it allow uh, people at home to root for somebody, and that's good for their psychology, mm-hmm. and it's also beneficial for those who are competing because it gives you something to fight for. It gives you a purpose, and besides that, it 
gave a lot of jobs to the people in production. Time. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. But, oh, yeah, it that made was sense, strong. Right? That was strong. That was strong. Okay. I think that makes sense. I'm gonna imagine the jobs that were kind of made just for that pageant. Exactly. That's true. Okay, wow. Sige, sige. Okay, oh my god. It's, it's your turn, Dean. And I'm going to ask okay. the same question. Alright. This pandemic has made clear our priorities, essential and non-essential. Where do pageants stand in this time of crisis? I think what's essential and non-essential is subjective. And for some people that are really big fans of pageants... Um, what pageants stand for, uh, they inspire people, and um, inspiration always helps in situations like these, and I believe that um, it helps people, it helps them by keeping them sane and inspired, and and at, at this time, that's really hard to do, to be inspired, and... <laughs> <laughs> that's your time! Okay, wow! But you did made, like, really good point. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely subjective. Kobe. Oh my okay. god. No, do I have to answer this question? <laughs> yeah. This is my show. Right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, what do you think is... Uh, I mean, where does the particular pageant stand? Um, so, like I said, a lot of industries have suffered uh, because of this, like... Who are we really to say what is essential versus non-essential? I mean, when we talk about that, this is like survival versus mm. the things that we would want in in life, the luxurious stuff, right? But but I think beauty pageants are added value mm. to our lives, just like Bye. oh my fucking god! But not like that. I know, right? I can't even post myself I mean no because you started with I didn't know you were timing me I thought that was just like part of our conversation like yeah. it wasn't part of that game but but yeah I, I know right I mean a lot of people think that joining this mm. kind of things and pageants and all that stuff is, is easy like you have like a these better answer these are bimbos no oh, right. these are actually really smart women and they're under pressure exactly the, the i mean we were answering the question with a premise already of what the question was about mm. um and then and just hearing about it and then at the same time we're just like the three of us here in this room imagine mm. like when you're standing in front of like i don't know maybe when they were i don't know how it I was it's done. a panel and then there's mm-hmm. but you know for a fact that like Millions of people would be watching it eventually. Yeah. So so yeah, and and it's it's a lot of pressure. I mean, I, I salute those women, and they 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 definitely deserve if if they won. Uh, those those women who won the crown and who were in the top five even even, they definitely deserve the the, the slot, mm. right? That they got. Well, do you want to answer some more questions? I think I, I found a list. Here. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Oh my Quest- god, this is These fun. These are questions from the prelims. Um, I don't have everything, but yeah, let's try. Oh my god, it, am I gonna do it? No, I'm gonna be asking you guys different questions. Sure. All right. So, 
But I want you to answer two. Yeah, I'll answer one. Okay. So one question for you, next question, and then so different a different yeah, questions. Yeah, different for questions. All. Okay, okay. Oh my god, this is gonna be fun. It doesn't have to have a, tr a timer, okay? It's sure. Nice. Um, your question is. Am I gonna go first? Yeah, you're gonna go first. Okay. I'll get you a question from the bottom. What is one beautiful word from your local language or dialect, and what does it mean? Oh my god, I'm Ilonga, so I would say it is Manol. <laughs> you know what it is? Um, I cannot even put a um, like an actual uh, equivalent of it in English or whatever, mm. but the way of this, I like saying it. it Manol. Manol. Um, it's like ignorante or whatever like that. <laughs> it's, I find it beautiful because it's like being curious or I mean mm. I don't I, I don't feel um, there's no shame to being Manol for mm. me okay right so it's it's something unique I haven't heard it from any other dialects I mean Bisaya and Ilongo are quite closely similar right, okay. right? but I, I would I, I never heard anyone else outside Bacolod or, or Iloilo maybe who would say Manol so that's my answer mm. <laughs> Okay, Dean, your question is, there's a campaign to love local. Which local product would you promote? Oh, that's easy. I would promote the Human Nature local products. Um, I'm, they're <laughs> really big on skincare products. and um, Pinoy din? Yeah. Is Pinoy it? maguna owner. Oh, see. Um, I didn't know. <laughs> okay, tell us about right. it. I think, I, I think um, um, okay, so they're really organic and... Um, organic is always healthy, mm -hmm. and um, it does it. It's really good for the environment, and I really like that about them. Is because um, they provide quality products without damaging the environment. Wow. Um, without, um, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> without evil kind of, in the world. Without contributing to the pollution in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right, ask me a question, Dave. Okay. I, I ask you, you can ask. Oh, I'm, you're going to like this question. Um, which color symbolizes the phenomenal woman? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I would choose white because uh, I, I want to associate it with a clean canvas and for you to be a phenomenal woman. You have a clean slate to start with, and you can be whatever image you want to project into the world, right? Oh, oh my god! I mean, I don't want to associate it with just one color. Mm -hmm. I want you to start with white mm -hmm. because you're a blank canvas, and then you can do with it as you please, like how a phenomenal woman would do with her life as she pleases. Wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh my god, my dog did good. <laughs> <laughs> that would land you in top five. <laughs> for sure. Wow, that's so shame. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Do we have so more? Easy. I have more. Um, your question, KZ, is which, oh, what one learning experience that you had as a child made an impact on you? Okay, well, um, growing up, I think one really good learning experience is that being exposed to a lot of people, um, a lot of experiences. Um, we weren't rich, we didn't have a lot, but my mom was very resourceful in a way that mm. she had um, exposed us to so many influences 
like art, um, ballet, um, dancing, everything. And you know how it is when parents want a particular goal or a dream for their child. They want to, like, you know, enroll you in a, in a certain specific lesson. But my parents had a different outlook about that. Um, as a child, they thought that a child would not have the capacity really to decide right away what they want to become mm. when they grow up. Okay, so yeah. their role was to just, their, their job was to just expose you to so many mm. um, avenues, skills. to so many yeah. skills, to so many things that, that you could possibly potentially want in life. Mm. So, so I think that's that's the the greatest influence in my life and my learn and you know, growing up, um, I've always craved to learn something new, and it had helped me. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, candidate number one. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Our, how about our candidate from Mandawa City, Cebu? Your question is. Name one spot, man-made or natural, in your province that you would like to promote to the world. Quick start. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Um, name one spot that... What? Yeah, That's... that you would like to promote to the world. One spot, be it man-made or natural, in your province. Okay, um, I would like to... Oh, uh, okay, I don't know this question. How about you answer it? <laughs> <laughs> pass, pass, pass. Yeah, highlight Cebu, I would like to... What about our beaches? Are you from Cebu? Yeah. yeah. Born okay. and bred. Okay. So many yeah. things. Right? There's a lot of... Like, what's your favorite place here in Cebu? Oh, um, I love the malls here. Okay. Um, they symbolize respite and lux <laughs> luxury and rest and entertainment. And I would like, and th I mean, they're really huge. And the cinemas are there. And that's why I would like to promote the Philippine malls. <laughs> why mean, not? Why not? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, that's a really shitty choice. <laughs> 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 I I'm a city kid. But 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 you know no, what? I think it's a good it's a good yeah. spot. It's a good answer. It is. Like um I've I've, <laughs> I've met so many people from like different parts of the parts of the world, right? And one thing that they find um surprising surprising about the Philippines is that how people are so um attracted to to the malls because mm. it's the experience, right? right. I mean like I went to the U.S. and there's very rare um, areas that that, that you have like like really mm. big malls, right? Like one stop mm -hmm. um, for for everything. They usually just have like department stores and membership stock mm. uh, shops and all that stuff. And yeah, and I think that's that's something unique about us. And probably there's a, a lot of every uh, other countries who would have like big malls and all, mm. but. Here it's like everywhere, like every city. There's SM, right. <laughs> like <laughs> Robinsons, right. exactly, yeah, and they're really big here. And it's like I said earlier, it's a melting pot of um, different subcultures here in 
the Philippines too. And retail stores. therapy is always a good thing. That's true. Oh my god! Like Emily went to Paris. Smart answer, baby. Okay. 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 <laughs> fine. Whatever. Derek, okay, it um, is your turn. Can I choose a question yeah, for you? We have like three questions left. So okay. Let me look for one. No, um, All right. So. You asked me about my experience about my childhood. Oh, Let me ask you, what one major lesson did you learn from your experience during this pandemic? The fuck? Mm-hmm. I did not even grow. <laughs> <laughs> Do I, did, I, did, I didn't feel the need to grow during this pandemic okay. because I've always been... I like my alone time. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic really just gave me an opportunity to be to be by myself a lot. I mean, even if I was living with Dean and family, um, the fact that I didn't have to go out and meet friends was something I appreciated about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't really learn a lot. Uh, <laughs> maybe one major thing I learned is it's okay to be a loner. Mm-hmm. And, and it has its, its advantages. So I don't feel the need so much to to be around people. Okay. And that really was highlighted during the pandemic. I liked it. <laughs> I'd imagine. Well, since we were talking about that, I think loneliness is different for for each person. Yeah. And um, we're just really lucky that we're we weren't alone. Mm-hmm. During this whole hullabaloo with Corona, yeah, because it really did bring the world economy to its knees. Right, and that's it's terrible. But I think this whole thing, this whole experience that everybody is going through, is really life changing. I know. It, I don't think it's, it's not, gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's ever gonna get back to our old normal. Right. And I was listening to other podcasts and, you know, even um, like Facebook Live and YouTube um, discussions about this whole thing. I mean, we didn't really plan that we're going to be talking about pandemic I know, tonight, I know. right? <laughs> you just talked about it. But um, yeah, and, and the common um, conclusion about this whole thing is that, yes. Um, we should remain optimistic and mm. hopeful about um, getting the quote-unquote normal life that we've had, but it's, it's, it's not, we, we should not expect it to be um, anything close to what we really had gotten used to mm. before this whole thing happened. Know, yes. Right? I mean, Probably we would, and, 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 and you know what, my, my personal thought about it is that we'd probably come to um, a, a point where this whole thing has ended, I mean, like, mm. it's all cleared, but I don't really personally think that we would go back to our old normal. We're right. going to be creating something new, and... Um, in a subtle way or in a big way, I don't know, but I don't expect it to be something that it was, you know, right. before this whole thing happened. It's never gonna be the same. It's never gonna be the same, and maybe that's a good thing. Right. Maybe you just have to be resilient. I think that's one major thing mm-hmm. that I observe people 
uh, showcase about this whole thing. Yes. We we've been really resilient throughout all this. We have to. Yeah. We've been trying to survive so hard, but now it's we our are normal. It's our new normal. This is our new normal. We're we're finding other ways to actually live. Mm. Aside from just surviving, we we are embracing different forms of art. Mm -hmm. We are seeing artists um, thriving um, through this situation, and mm -hmm. and that's really good. And that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of um, you know um, inspiration to keep and you know to keep going. So yeah, I would like to thank the both of you for joining me here tonight. I mean, it's been a really fun happy hour with both of you. And um, really cool drinking session, good conversations, really, really wonderful insights from the both of you. Thanks for having me. I always love happy hour. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dean. So um, guys, I think it's about time that we have to end this show. It's been like, this is the longest show that I've had, I guess. Um, although happy hour is supposed to be for an hour, my previous shows were just lazy shows, but <laughs> today I've had such a good time and makes me want to do something, you know, more of this uh, in the future. And I want you guys to be in my show like more often. Sure. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, I will just probably have to think of more clever ways to sneak you into my place. Or you could <laughs> record in ours. Oh, yeah. So, thank you once again, guys, for, um, you know, hanging out with us. This is such a beautiful, 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 beautiful night. Um, thank you, Derek. Thank you, mm -hmm. Welcome. So the happy hour show is ending, but our drinking won't. All right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We're still going to be drinking here. <laughs> thank you for joining. Again, my name is Casey, and thank you for listening to Happy Hour with Casey.